and he had, he had 500,000 subscribers in five months. No, wait, wait, maybe it was probably 500,000, but listen, he was over 100,000 in five months, which is still disgusting, so it doesn't matter. But it just kind of shows you that there really is no set grind in time. Like, when I was uploading on YouTube, like, I was getting a steady flow of subscribers, but, like, sometimes you'll just hit, like, a random pocket and it'll explode. That's another thing that's, like, if you are, like, you just got to make sure you're putting your time into the right areas. And learning because me showing him how to actually run youtube changed his his channel because if you're posting something this is when you were talking about hashtags which i am glad you guys are going to talk about that because like every single thing you can do to rank and every single thing you can do to grow if not do it like that is just like it doesn't make sense like you should you should be trying to do as much as you can to grow these accounts without being like too spammy or getting action blocked because even in the same way as that youtuber did since he put the right keywords in and ranked on the right tags Literally one of his videos, like he was, a, he was a YouTuber that had 300 subscribers and in one day he gained 5,000 subs. Like it's unbelievable, like, because he hit the right keywords. Now he was a stock channel and he like, he, hit, he landed on a tag that was like being superly heavily researched like that day. It was like Tesla battery something. That just shows you like if he wouldn't have gone the extra mile to write out that super long description or for Instagram, like write out those tags, write out that caption make sure the videos, you know, viral worthy, things like that, then that post would have never blown up. And it only takes like a couple good posts on Instagram to blow up to make your engagement look crazy. And as long as your engagement's crazy, that's another way you can use it to market or, you know, try to sell some kind of like t-shirt or affiliate link. So, you know, I just figured I'd point that out too. Cause it's like, that's one of the crazier stories for me. It just kind of puts it in perspective that like really anything can happen for better or for worse. So like, you know, the more you can push it in your favor, you know, obviously you want to be doing that, which I'm sure makes sense in the short term, but sometimes you got to put it into like perspective, like, okay, I'm just trying to hit this lottery in a way, hit this explore feed, get this account rolling. What ways can I do it? Well, post better content, make my feed look better, you know, maybe change my bio up, maybe actually reach out to some of the people, maybe get some fan submissions, things like that. You know what I'm saying? So just do whatever you can really. Yeah, and something you talked about there is indirectly monetizing your theme pages. We talk about uh, Teespring, we talk about dropshipping, we talk about selling shoutouts, you know, those are in the plug. Those are the ways that people, for the most part, that's the way they monetize. There are a lot of better ways to do it, but you have to be a little bit creative with it. Um, when you're building your theme page, you're also building out your skill. You're learning how to market things in that specific niche. So uh, one of my students here, his name is Dati. Um, I told him go out and buy a travel page and then DM photographers that do like nature photography and then try to sell them his marketing services. And that's what he's done. And then within five days, he closed a client for $900 uh, from nothing, right? All he did is he leveraged his theme page to sort of build his credibility, reach out to these photographers and offer his mentorship and his, uh, he was basically doing like a follower growth service. So he was just getting on these pages and doing follow for follow. And he got $900 just for doing that. And he leveraged his theme page in a unique way to land that client. So that's sort of him using his theme pages to build up his skills so that he can sell a higher service, make more money than he ever probably would have yeah. if he were to drop ship something off that same travel page or something like that. So you got to be creative with it too. You know, the niches that make the most money, it's not any of the ones that we have in the server, to be honest. People have to niche down yeah. and they have to get oh, creative yeah. with the ways they monetize. Yeah. Because everything it, else it, is saturated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another thing, too, is you got to realize that business is made out of like scarcity and it's made out of like just being like you got to be thinking out of the box. And it's not a big deal if you're not. But like, like, like he was saying, like $900, like closed a client. Like that is, that's crazy. And the fact, like he 
kind of built that on himself. Like he did a lot of the reaching out. If you think, if you think that you're going to run seven accounts and you're going to be getting DMs on the daily, hey, I want to give you ten bucks to get a shout out. You're wrong. like that's usually not how it goes. Um, it can when you have like a bigger account and you're getting like massive amounts of traction. But again, if you're just starting or you haven't made money online yet, there's tons of different ways. Like somebody said, I think graphic design in the chat. I think I checked that. Like another good thing, like even dude, just with me doing YouTube, I learned how to video edit like really well on Premiere. Like I would actually like like my video editing is pretty pretty like pretty good. Um, it's not anything like super professional, but I know how to operate Premiere, and if I needed to do anything super professional, I could do it. However, you know, let's say you were like some kind of editor or like a, or like a theme page, and you have like clean edits for video games you could just post a bunch of edits not even your edits like this is just an idea like not even your edits like just get the whole thing blown up and then next thing you know everybody that follows you are people who want who like cool gaming edits and then you see some people some content creators that are actually following you shoot them a dm yo i know you follow me i know i dropped some nasty clips hey i i would be willing to edit some clips for you for xyz amount <clears throat> and believe it or not dude like especially me as a creator because i don't even create like gaming content but if you're gonna give me like you know 20 like maybe like 20 bucks 10 bucks for like a couple clips that aren't gonna be more than like 30 seconds long and you know how to edit them and like make them look super cool dude like most people are gonna want to pay that so like there's just an, there's just an example like you take a skill that's not super hard to learn video editing because it's not really that hard to learn once you get used to it and then you can build a theme page constantly have be having more followers come in and then the people who do follow and do like your page shoot them a dm and offer your services you are your job to make money you have to provide value in some way people aren't just going to hand you money whether that value engagement and basically being like an ad service or whether you're actually providing a physical service which is obviously going to be a little bit better you can have less than a thousand followers and offer to video edit it or make a thumbnail for somebody you know what i mean rather than have a thousand followers and be like hey you want to buy an ad space well i'm not going to pay you that much if you only have a thousand followers and you're only getting like 30 likes on your post you know what i mean so you know it's just like like you said it's just there's just so many different ways you can use instagram as a platform to reach people on service you're you're trying to provide value find areas where people need shit and you can actually provide that and like really once you do that dude like i mean that's basically all it is i mean even like you know, Teespring and things like that. If you watch a lot of Biahez's videos, when it comes to like some of his cool Instagram adventures, he does think outside of the box a lot um, when it comes to making money. And I'm sure um, like people on this Discord have said a lot of things, you know, you know, just ask around and really just learn. I mean, I, I think that's the best thing you can do is just constantly be learning and finding out how you can add value to yourself. That's, that's another thing that like <clears throat> I want to actually talk about on my YouTube. This is a little bit off topic on Instagram, but not really. Is finding as much ways to add like value to yourself and your business all the time. Be finding like the, the just be think like you said, constantly learning every day. You don't gotta like spend hours on it, but just kind of kind of see what everybody else is doing. If you have a couple buddies who are doing the same thing and they they think they found some kind of secret method, run that method, run it because as soon as the whole world gets on it, then it's not nearly as good. Then the market's oversaturated. So if you can find a way to be different and also provide value, there is money in that. And then, you know, you can choose to keep that to yourself or you can put like your close friends on game. But I'm just saying like there is multiple ways to do things like that, especially with Instagram or any social media. Like social media is the most powerful tool in the world, in the world. So 
if you can find a good way to get like a good chunk of uh chunk of an influence and money and you know all your own way out of it then definitely do it and there is still ways out there for sure so yeah something that I, I really want to reiterate on this point here brady is that social media is such a valuable tool a lot of people don't leverage this the right way especially when you have a theme page you have that credibility you can reach out to so many different people and you'll get a response you have access to people that you would have never been able to access without that social media. I talk to people, I can DM authors, I can DM politicians, I can DM artists. And if I have a sizable theme page and I have a good message, there's a good chance I can get a response. That is so powerful. Just the networking ability that comes with that. Because Instagram is all about building a community and connecting with other people. And people, <clears throat> what, I see a lot of people, theme pages, they're not doing that. They're treating it not even as a business. You know, businesses at the end of the day, it's all about people. People buy from people. And sometimes people just treat their theme pages as if it's numbers. And really what you need to be doing is building that community and making connections with people who are going to move you forward. And that, that sounds a little pernicious. It sounds a little premeditated, but I think you understand what I'm saying here is that oh, yeah. you're building an asset. You're building an asset and that asset isn't going to work for you unless you're actually going out and doing that outreach. That's something I also think is really important. A lot of people expect people to come to them. They expect the, the money and they expect the connections to just flow in once they have the followers it doesn't work like that sometimes yeah. you have to go out and do the work as well so being able to connect with anyone with your theme page or even your personal brand right now i'm working on launching my personal brand uh just so i can connect with other people other people in my industry people who i may want to work with in the future that's huge and that's the whole reason i'm doing that it's not making me any money at all but i think those connections are going to be worth it on the long term so oh, just yeah. something to be mindful of right there are lots of different opportunities with instagram even beyond money just those connections too that's at the end of the day is why actually I started on Instagram. I started on Instagram because I thought if I can get a page large enough, I could DM whoever. And because the way that DMs work, they'll see my message. I'm going to be at the top because of the number of followers I have for my page. Right. Yep. I thought that yep. was just That's so, it thing. was just so powerful to be able to do that. So uh, a lot of great points there, Brady, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also once you get to like 10 K, you can also like utilize profile caps and things like that. Um, but like, like we've, like we said, one thing I really want to drive home is like in case you didn't know this already followers do matter but at the same time they don't like when you said playing the numbers game right like you're constantly on there just worry about the numbers worry about the followers oh like these posts got so many likes like you don't want to get in you you can think about that stuff but you do not want to get like involved in that all the time because sometimes like again that's just misleading and if you're just pushing for numbers all the time sometimes you'll get off your main goal and you might have some numbers but you don't actually know um how to market it i think that's when like Instagram used to, for everybody who like used to run theme pages, like it used to be in chronological order. So if you had 100,000 followers and you made a post, well, if all 100,000 people refresh their feed, guess whose post is more than likely going to be at the top of their feed, your post. So like posting all the time and doing things like that was super relevant. It was super easy. And having more followers just meant more people, more times your post was getting on people's feeds. But it's not like that anymore. It's all based off of algorithms. I'll tell you, like with me personally, I think this is really, really funny. Because it kind of it kind of made me mad, but on my personal account, like I'm going to school um, next fall to be like to like study for business and like actually become like a business teacher more than likely or along those lines. But I end up following like a bunch of different girls from like our college, like because um, they had like a welcome page. And since I followed all these girls and like checked out this page, my whole Instagram feed for days, I'm like I'm not like just just women, like that's it. Like there was nothing else. And I usually like like a bunch of like cool outdoorsy cool clips but since i followed all those people the algorithm recognized that hey this guy is like interested in looking at like these women's page and the next thing you know dude my whole my whole feed was just like i'm like i didn't even like any of these posts and now every single one of them is like just these girls 
So it just kind of shows you like you have to make sure that when you're using Instagram theme pages, you keep people liking and you can even like DM people, respond to comments, like comments, do the Gary V like dollar eighty strategy, stuff like that. Just really engage in your niche as much as you can. And then people who, you know, it's like if I'm scrolling through my feed and you catch my eye and I comment and I like on a post, I guarantee you the next time you post that guy, if he's on Instagram, will probably see your post. Like, like it's almost like a hundred percent, but if they're not engaging with your stuff in other people's stuff or other niches, well, then your post not even going to show up for them anymore. And then that follower is basically dead. So that's like, another, like that's, that's why you said like, you have to constantly be connecting with your community. Like connections are way more important than the number of followers. You want to make sure that you're getting as much engagement through and through. Um, because like I said, like, I mean, I could have been liking other accounts and then next thing you know, I follow 20 people or I follow 20 things about a certain niche. And now my whole Instagram feeds changed because that's how the algorithms like reads it. It's not in like chronological order where you would just see all your buddy. I don't even see some of my, my high school friends posts because of the algorithm. Like it's like, it's like even my likes on my personal page have dropped because of the algorithm, like because of that. So just make sure you're targeting the right things and understanding what you're kind of shooting for, which I'm sure if you're in here, you, you know, at least a little bit about it. So, but yeah. Yeah. That, that is kind of funny. You were doing some uh, networking there, huh? Oh yeah. Sure. Page? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, That's I'm not even called. afraid to admit it, dude. I'm like, I'm like, Whoa, like it just kind of shows you because I know from like the business perspective and the personal perspective, I was like, dude, like this is terrible. Like I actually don't want to see girls all the time on my feed. Like I do like stuff other than women. I just wanted to follow these girls because they're going to my school. And I was like, why does, why, why is the algorithm throwing me this? It actually kind of made me upset. Cause I was like, dude, I never said I wanted this. Like I never, ever even liked any of these pictures. I would never comment on them. Like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I was just that's like, just, come that's on, just the dude. algorithm giving them a chance, right? They have to, I see, guess, you I have guess, to see yeah. their posts. Yeah. Right. Decide sure, if you like it. To. If you engage with it, then you'll continuously see it. If it shows up once and you don't like it, then there's a good chance you'll never see it again. Right. Oh, so yeah, that's, like my, that's one of the will, things. Yeah. It will reset too. It will. Like after a while, when I stop liking those posts, I'll stop following them. And then like, you know, I start liking something else. And TikTok's the exact same way too. That's another thing. Like TikTok is solely based off of how long you stay on a post, how long you like it. And then it obviously reads you similar, like similar content. It's crazy. Like I think the TikTok algorithm is actually even worse, like not worse, but more like based off of algorithms than the Instagram one is. And, you know, that's just how social media is. So you got to find a way to work that system. And once you hit gold, bro, like you can, you can market that to the moon, especially on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, but. we're going to be talking a little bit more about uh, algorithms once we get on tags. I have a lot of stuff to share about the algorithm. And that's something that I talk about a lot too, because I kind of go back and forth between thinking Instagram is a people's game and Instagram is a numbers game. In a sense, I think it's both. I think that you can apply both of those methodologies to it. Um, talk about making connections, but also talk about running the right kind of numbers. You know, it's a little bit of a trade-off there. So really interesting to hear that from you. Um, we'll talk about that a bit more once we actually get to the hashtags. But um, if you want to get on questions now, because we have uh, a couple questions here for you, Bree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, do, yeah. Like, do you want me to, so, me to perform in the call chat? Yeah, so you can go to the call questions channel. Uh, just read out the question before you answer it because this is being recorded. So just to add a little bit of context to it. Okay, call questions. You can start at the very top. There's one from 959. You got it there. Okay, that's sweet. Oh, wow, there actually is a decent bit. Okay. 
All right, so yeah. the first question is, got any monetization tips? Got 136 follower card page and a 23K cap page, but struggling to even make $15 a month from them. Um, I mean, obviously, you'd have to go a little bit more in depth, but it sounds to me like, you know, you don't really know how to market them or I'm just going to assume like you have decent engagement on both of them, um, at least like, you know, over a thousand, which is, I mean, that's, that's like just like numbers wise anyway, like on your posts. Um, you got to find a way to to market uh, obviously to your people so instead of focusing more on money focus more on like i've said like building an audience again um so like for me like if, if you're trying if you're trying to be like 15 dollars a month and you really have to change up your strategy so like what i would do is first of all get more engagement so you know try to get more people into your account by you know just doing the classic ways call to actions hashtags interacting with your hashtag just kind of become like a known page also, don't be afraid to like shoot people DMs asking for fan submissions, things like 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 um. Well, you said what a fashion page? You said a car page for the first one, so you can actually ask people if they want to like submit their cars, um, and stuff like that, or just kind of engage. Um, another good way to do it is like using your Instagram story too, um, because once you actually do go to try to make money on this through like an affiliate link or whatever, the Instagram story is basically another newsfeed. So you want to make sure you're like utilizing that as well. So literally, the best thing I can tell you is just grow your page even more and then once you actually go to to monetize that page um you want to make sure you do it in the right way which i mean for cars like an affiliate link might be a little bit difficult because like obviously you can get like parts um but you could always do hmm, car page is a little tricky but uh I'm trying to think of like the best way to actually monetize that there, there definitely is going to be a ways to do it um but like it, like the classic affiliate link way probably not an advertisement way maybe you could always um reach out actually no this is a good idea you can always reach out to other brands um because there's a lot of like different car parts and a lot of big brands and you can always ask them for like even even just free stuff or like trying to run like a program where you shout their business out which also like i said when he talks about um utilizing social media in the best way if you have 136k followers and you have really high engagement you look way more valuable Especially like if you go out of your way to DM a business. And like I said, the more people that follow you can scroll through your followers and check, you know, write down some potential clients or even message them and try to see how you can provide value to them. That might even be a good way is just actually shooting people DMs, literally asking them like, what can I do? Or blank, 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 you know, just kind of kind of like trying to figure out what you actually want to um, like help these people with. But again, for you, like I would just try to try to think about like doing something, reaching out to businesses, trying to, you know, I guess like get them to. Uh, I like I don't really know because like a car page is kind of hard to monetize, but at the same time, you just got to provide value. That that's like really the best way I can say that is by reaching out to businesses and stuff because mm -hmm. an affiliate link might be a little difficult and ads might be a little difficult, but that's not a bad way to do it. Um, a cap page is a little bit easier because um, like if I'm gonna be honest, like. Uh, drop shipping, uh, cat toys you can do through your uh, through your um, bio, but um, you know they're also running ads too and like taking submissions. I think cars are really cool and unique because like it's all their all different style. So build your community first, and then you can market to your community a little bit better, especially when you become a more known car page. And you know you can do a lot of that stuff, dude. I've seen car pages like do. They'll post two cars on their story and they'll say one or two with like a question mark or whatever. And then, you know, if they vote on it, that's going to give you more engagement and then they're going to see more of your stories. You can also do that with Instagram posts. So then people are going to comment which one they like more. 
luckily, if you're lucky, dude, you'll get a couple like car people debating in the comments and that's just going to help your engagement even more. And then, like I said, once you build that community, it's a little bit easier to monetize. If you're making less than $15 a month, that kind of makes me feel like you don't have a super high engagement or a plan. So the best thing you can do is, of course, get that engagement up because that's literally the most important thing. And then after you're done with that, you got to find the best way to monetize for you, which I'm trying to, I was honestly trying to like think off the fly, but for a big car page, it's a little bit different than just thinking off the fly, but there definitely is ways to make money, like hundreds of ways to make money off that page. It's just going to be a little bit tricky since it's not, you know, any, anything like knickknacks. It's like cars. Cars are a very serious thing, you know, so. I have a little bit of input on this. Give me a little bit of a break here. Um, something that I think you did really well. You talked about leveraging outreach, and that's another theme from this call, right? We said that people aren't going to come to you. You need to go out to them and find your clients. Message the big car brand. This is another thing too. What is your actual industry? Are you talking about like BMWs, or I think JDM is another like subspace within that car niche. Um, if you have like a JDM page, there is a lot of potential for something like that because I know that's a whole car culture, right? There's kind of a culture that comes along with the cars. So um, I think like JDM and like anime stuff, I think there's like an intersection between that's where uh, the people who drive Hondas, it's like a sub niche within the car culture. Forgive me, because I don't know a whole lot about cars, but if you're in a JDM market, um, that's different than marketing to a BMW page. So it's going to right. depend a lot on the brand, but doing that outreach is integrally important. Do the outreach, leverage stories, because stories engagement, when people hit that button on the stories, different people see your stories then see your feed post. But when they hit those buttons on the stories, that counts as an engagement. If you can get people to interact on the stories, you get them in the feed. That's something we mm. talk a lot about too. <clears throat> yep. um, I also have a friend, his name is Matty Bo. Um, Brady, you might know about him. He's, yeah, a, yeah, he's yep. a YouTuber as well. Yeah, he uh, made all his, all his Instagram money just from doing like JDM and car pages. So I'll actually hit him up because uh, maybe I can get him oh, on one yeah, of his calls is... another week. Yeah, he gave, he yeah. gave a giveaway for a car the one time. Like that guy knows cars. I know, <clears throat> I know me, dude. I, I do not yeah. know cars. I do not know cars nearly yeah. as much. But like, like you said, dude, if, you're, if you know what you're doing, dude, just keep running it. You know what I mean? We can move on to the next question, by the way, if you want to, because I got like, like 10, 15 yeah. left. So I'm sorry. I'm, okay, just, I'm yeah. just trying to make sure like everything. Um, yeah, anyway, sure, uh, so the next one is, okay, so I got a question for Brady. How do you view, which, wait, how do you view your YouTube game at the moment? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a really good question. Um, so like I haven't posted, I think in about like two months. But honestly, if you want me to be real with you, dude, like I'm not stressing about it. I'm, I don't feel like burnout right now. I'm just kind of living. Um, my plans have changed a lot. Um, you guys don't really know me like super personally, which isn't like a bad thing. Um, but like YouTube for me, I know for a fact, for a fact that I will be posting again. And I'll be posting stuff my way because I know I have a huge amount of value to bring to people. And I know like business is something that I'm super passionate about. Um, I get really fired up. So my YouTube game, like talking about Instagram is, is for me, I think is in the past, unfortunately, it's like not just social media, I will. And I actually will probably make some videos on Instagram, um, whether they're going to be like tutorials and guides might be a little bit different. Like, I don't think I'll ever make a video about talking how to gain XYZ amount of followers because like, I don't know, I just feel like I can provide value in a different way. Um, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like if somebody asked me, you know, do I regret making those videos or like, did I get burned out? You can argue I got burned out, but that's really not why I stopped. I just kind of moved on to doing other things. Like my plans changed. Now that I'm going to school, I had a studio. Um, that I pay like $200 a month for. Now my studio's back in my room. 
which if you guys have ever watched my YouTube videos, dude, like my original videos were in my room, um, of course. And then like once I moved out, I kind of had a plan to do YouTube and um, I was working for this. Another, oh, yeah. <clears throat> this is the craziest thing about social media, too. I kind of want to tie this all together because um, if you're doing Instagram, you're open to other things for sure. Uh, YouTube changed my life. You would not believe, dude. <clears throat> I think I've made, I want to say like at least five grand um, off YouTube with 10,000 subs, which is, it's actually really, really good. Like my best video, I think had like, I want to say close like 200,000 views. That video netted me over a grand. That video took like three hours to make. And then my email always got hit with like different sponsors. Like once you become like a decently sized YouTuber and your videos are like kind of getting traction, I've gotten multiple emails from people um, in big companies. I actually started working for an Indian company that paid me two grand a month to produce videos for their channel called NVIDIA. If you were to head over to there um, on YouTube right now, you'd see it. Um, they, that's, I mean, two grand a month for me, um, for somebody who worked like full time at Sam's Club, making $400 a week um, when I would work 40 hours. That was a game changer, a super game changer. And that door opened because of me doing YouTube and doing things like this. So really, and like when I started, dude, Logitech camera, Blue Yeti mic, you know, it wasn't, wasn't really that good equipment, but that opened so many doors for me. And that's just, again, the power of social media, even without Instagram, like YouTube, like all these other platforms, dude, like they it will open doors for you and you will kind of, I don't know, you'll, you'll meet a bunch of people. You'll, you'll, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it, dude. Just know that like ever since I started YouTube and, you know, doing Instagram and learning all this stuff, like I wouldn't even be here right now if it wasn't for that. So just make sure you keep your eyes open. And like you said, your plans constantly change. I'm not even, I'm not even stressing like the fact that I haven't posted in two months because I, my goals are changing. I'm realizing what I want to be. So once I know what kind of YouTuber I want to be and what kind of content I want to push, there's nothing that's going to stop me because I'm going to be confident in myself. I'm going to feel good about the content I post. I don't want to get burned out. And that's, you know, kind of how you avoid that is kind of letting yourself, you know, be reevaluated. So hope I answered that question pretty well. Kind of went off, but you know, it's okay. So <clears throat> yeah, everybody's still yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all still here. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer like, and do you want to add anything to that? No, you're good. I know you got you to gotta move along here, so. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a different business. Oh, yeah, let me read this question. Question for Brady. You said you stopped your Instagram game if you moved on to different business ventures. Do you or will you use Instagram for branding or future businesses? Do you feel like content marketing for brands and connecting to their customers and audience is important? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I know is like, I've considered like doing gaming or doing other things that didn't even involve YouTube or talking about social media. And I know for a fact <laughs> that like, no matter what business I do or no matter what I know, like I need to do, dude, I could market this stuff like crazy. I had a really good idea about going over to other businesses, like even local businesses, dude, like people don't understand the power of social media. Even when it comes to like, like I live in a small town, I don't live in like a big city area. Okay. So there's like a couple cool, like little food places, little restaurant, little knickknack shops around here, like in my area. Um, but if I were to go to them and I'm going to, I'm going to get denied a lot, but like pitch the idea of like, Hey, I could take your boring cup of coffee that nobody knows about and you can make it look really good under a camera and we could take some really cool pictures. And then next thing you know, you can use the location feature on Instagram. You can post pictures. You can have an Instagram page. Next thing you know, you have 500 local people because Instagram does a really weird thing where like It'll find people near you that you can like mass follow. 
So I could just run their account, mass follow the whole town, and then, oh yeah, yeah, you're good. And follow like the whole town, and then you know, like market it that way. So I'll always use Instagram, dude. I'll always use social media, especially if I actually need to. Like I need to get more people. Instagram's the way to do it, dude. You can find anybody on social media and get them to actually see your posts if you market it the right way. Literally, you can just like take control. Like, oh, I want this person to see this post. Great. Well, follow them, like a couple other things, kind of engage with them. <clears throat> Next thing you know, they'll see your post. They'll want to be nice and engage with you. And now that person you were trying to reach has been reached. Simple as that. So I'll always use social media. I got, I'll answer like one or two more and then I do got a dip. Um, what do you think about influencing marketing, influencer giveaways? Shit's so insane. So do you need a fat budget to start though? You're talking about like, I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope I got this. I think you're talking about like mass giveaways for like followers and stuff. Um, if you are talking about that, there's some gray area there, dude, because I kind of fell into one of those. I know um, like I actually did end up buying some followers for my personal page because I didn't really have it. I wasn't growing it. Like, I really wasn't growing it at all. Um, but I did want to buy enough just so I could have the profile caps and the links to my YouTube, my Discord and everything because it made things so much easier. Um, so like those giveaways and everything, eh, I mean, if they're follow giveaways, I already said this earlier where followers don't matter that much. So you can enter them and you know, it does add value to your account. You can sell an account with like high followers um, that doesn't have high engagement. So like, yeah, it's worth it. But at the same time, again, followers are not what you should be tracking for. You should be tracking for traffic and just getting as many people through your page and connecting with your community as possible. Um, so is follow for follow the best way to grow on Instagram? Um, I would actually say no. Um, I am not educated. I will even be honest with you. Uh, I did the follow or follow method on a lot of my accounts, but I've heard a lot of people say that that method is not that good anymore and there's other better ways to do it. Um, it might still be the best method, but honestly, the more you aren't spamming, the go. better. So instead of going through and mass following a bunch of people, it might be better to just follow select few people that you think are going to be interested in your niche, if that makes sense. So follow for follow, I would look way more into that, especially now. Um, I haven't posted YouTube content on Instagram in like six, seven months, so I wouldn't watch my videos. I'd go watch somebody's other videos or talk to people in this Discord um, because I don't know enough about um, follow for follow at this current time. I would still say it's decent, but I'm not going to give you a method that I don't truly know if it works anymore, if that makes sense. Um, never do follow for follow on my pages most of the time. I'm not even logged into them. What do you think about that? I mean, if it works. If, if it works, you know what I mean? You don't have to do follow for follow. That's why I, I kind of wanted to say that too. Brady, do you have a job not counting the editing? Yeah, I work at FedEx. I work at FedEx uh, part-time, pretty good. And then I edit for and video, which obviously you said besides that. Um, I did work. I landscaped for a while. Dude, when I was doing YouTube, I was working disgusting hours. Um, but now anymore, uh, I don't work that much. Like honestly, because I, like I said, I am planning to go to school. So I'm just stacking a little bit of bread. And then once I get to school, dude, it's going to be a fantastic time. I'm going to learn a lot more, especially when it comes to business. Like I'm just going to be around more people. And like I've always had a business mindset. Um, so we'll see, man. I might even, they have like podcast rooms there and like recording rooms that you can like kind of own and take over. So, I mean, when I go to school, I'll just let them know like, yo, I got like thousands of dollars worth of equipment and I like produce videos. So I'm kind of hoping like I can kind of have an in on that. And then I'll learn even more. So anyway, uh, I think that's about it, dude. Uh, wait, I think you mean about like providing those services. So you can be like me. Oh, yeah, okay. 
let me, let me read this real quick because this is back to the question of uh, the giveaways. So maybe he wasn't talking about follower giveaways. It's like you pay me a Khalifa do a giveaway and say follow. Yep, yep. And then get them to like 40k growth and people pay you thousands for the spot. Oh, you're talking about megas. I'm pretty sure. I think you're talking about megas where people like, yeah. So I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna lie, dude. If you want to talk about a good way to make money on Instagram, you guys could do a little bit of research on megas. Again, I don't I mean like it's just like just the numbers game. It really is just numbers game. But if you can get into megas and like have people mass follow each other, because that's really what megas are, is just like kind of follower groups that can like pinpoint target. You can make disgusting amounts of money. I bought followers for my account. I'm pretty sure I bought like I got at least six, seven K. I know most like some most of my followers or some of my followers were real, of course. Um but yeah, dude, they charge like fifty fifty dollars for a, a Actually, I scratched that. My bad. Not even $50, dude. They usually charge like $100 for followers because these followers are U.S. location, which makes them more valuable. So, like, it's, it's, there's so much to it. And I don't even know if it all matters or not, if you want to be real. Um, but, yeah, if you can get in the Megas game, dude, yes, it is worth it. If you're just trying to make money and you really do not care, Megas are the way to go because you can market and do pay funnels and do that stuff. If that's what you're talking about, which I think is what you're talking about, yeah, dude, if you have a big enough following, people do make millions, I'm sure, because I know there's different, there's just different ways, dude. I've met so many different, like, influencers, dude. I want you guys to know, too, if you guys didn't know this already, I was going to make, like, YouTube videos on this. Most, they pay for their own articles. So, like, you'll see a lot of these big influencers that do these megas. They're, like, they think, like, they will literally have an Instagram account, which is them. Like, it'll be, like, a personal account, but they'll have, like, over 100,000 followers. You're like, holy crap, this guy's a big shot, dude. Like, his freaking article's getting rid about him. You know, he's a, he's a media influencer. But, dude, most of that shit is literally bought. You can buy articles. And when you, and when you buy articles, that helps you get your that verification badge. And what, you know, what makes you more authentic than a blue check mark next to your name, dude? So if you can get over 100,000 followers and have a blue check mark, you can see how much money you can make. Um, but it, it's just kind of, like, discouraging for me because I'm like, dude, like, this guy's followers are fake. The articles are fake. It's like, I just don't feel like a lot of it's genuine, but if you want to go that route, dude, there is money to be made. It's just something that I personally couldn't do um, without feeling like kind of weird about it because I just don't want to be like a fake influencer. I'm not saying they're, you know, you, I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's not really my route to go, but if you're trying to make bread and, you know, you know, it works. If that's what you're trying to say. But yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's basically all, um, all really the time I have for you guys today. First of all, I want to give a huge thanks um, to everybody getting me on here. Um, you know, I just, I really appreciate it. Everybody that's in here listening, this is huge. Um, you know, I, if you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram, of course. Um, or actually, even not even Instagram, dude, like Discord, anything, just reach out. And I want to appreciate uh, you letting me actually come on here and talk to you guys. Always down, always a good time. Um, Sorry, I am a little bit hard to reach sometimes. Not like, you know, I just got a lot of stuff in my life. And, you know, sometimes I'm not always around my stuff. Um, but, you know, again, keep grinding, guys. You know, just keep going. Keep learning as much as you freaking can. The person who's going to be up learning, up grinding, up finding the newest way to get ahead is going to be the one that succeeds every single time, dude. I promise you. Um, just make sure you kind of stay on your path and don't be afraid to go different routes, dude. And, you know. Just be genuine to yourself.
if that makes sense, you know, motivational talk from Brady. So anyway, <laughs> I appreciate you guys awesome letting me on. Stuff. And, uh, you know, if you want to say anything else before I go, just, yeah. just let me know. So, yeah, Brady, really thanks. Big appreciate. Really thank you so much for getting on this call. Really love that you course, took the time to get here. I, I know you're busy, man, because I'm busy yeah. too. I know how hard it is, especially with all the DMs and stuff. So really oh, appreciate yeah, you taking the time to get on the call. Um, yeah, not a problem. If man. you want to plug your socials, you want to plug your socials, I can also put them in the call chat at the end of the call. We'll also put them in the description. So if anyone wants to go and check uh, out yeah. his YouTube or his Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Absolutely. you just look up Brady, Brady Rupert on YouTube. Uh, pretty simple. And then if you want to follow my Instagram, it's Bradtown. Again, feel free to hit me in the DMs or just really anywhere. Um, I will be posting more on YouTube. It might not be content you guys are exactly interested in, um, but I will be posting more. And uh yeah, you know, dude, I'm just saying I've been in the I've been in the theme page game for a while. I don't really run them as much anymore. Um, but I'll let you guys know that it's 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 an experience and it's definitely something that's gonna open up your brain because like this stuff, I've learned so much about just people and the market and everything from this. And you know, the guy who owns the server, dude, like you guys like keep learning from him. It, you guys definitely know what you're talking about and you know, it's it's just a good thing. Like you said, your your Discord just hit 2,500 members, bro. Congrats. Cause I, I think mine's literally at like 2498. And I'm like, dude, like, this is awesome that you actually build a community. And you know that you guys are like, this is a good thing, dude. You guys are around people who are going to be successful in this. And, uh, you know, it's just good to, it's good to see a lot of people are continuing to grow, constantly learn more things. And don't be afraid to venture into other social medias. I would recommend checking out TikTok if you guys are you know, trying to grow in other different ways because that's another good way to make money. I think it's more relevant platform, but Instagram's still really, really good. So I wish you guys all the best of luck, of course. Again, any questions, let me know. And um, yeah, I'll definitely be seeing you guys around, especially on YouTube. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely stay in the Discord too because this was a call that I definitely wanted to take and I'm glad I did. And I hope you guys learned some stuff and I definitely had a good time talking to you guys. So appreciate everybody letting me come on here too. Awesome, Brady. Thanks so much. And good luck with school, man. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it. And uh, everybody, good luck with your pages. See you guys later. Thanks. Bye, yep. Brady. Awesome stuff, guys. Thanks, Brady. That was awesome. I'm glad that he came on the call. Definitely was nice to take a little bit of a break. Uh, I sat back and I did take some notes. So if you guys want, I can post my notes at the end of the call um, just to have that there. Yes, hashtags. It's time for hashtags, everyone. I have some notes on hashtags as well, but um, make sure you guys do follow Brady. Give him some love because it, it is awesome that he took the time to get out here. I know he's busy. He was literally in a bathroom the entire call. So really appreciate him taking the time for that. You know, it really shows that he values our time and appreciates us. So big thanks to him again, guys. All right, let's move on to hashtags. That's what our talk of the day is. We'll probably keep this pretty short. Um, be honest, I got to head out here pretty soon. So I'll do this hashtag talk, and I think there were some questions that we didn't get to in the call questions channel, but we can talk about it a bit more. I also saw that a lot of people wanted to talk a little bit more about that Black Hat stuff. Um, I definitely have a little bit of experience with that Black Hat community, so I'm sure I can find a speaker on stuff like that, people who run those really large megas or those fake influencers, because there's a massive market. You guys would be disgusted to know how many influencers are fake or how many meme pages um, engage in this this very pernicious sort of scam. And it's... It, I think it'd be a great talk to have. Um, we talk about botted followers, mega followers, things like that. Everything that's black hat, black market, Instagram stuff. So we can definitely talk about that um, in a future week. I know Org probably can discuss up with some people that he knows. Um, he's also been a part of the community. I think Martop as well. Martop hosts megas. So he probably knows a thing or two about megas and all that. Yes, we'll talk, we'll talk black hat. Um, I'm not going to have any opinion on black hat. 
I don't do any black hat stuff, just to be very clear with everyone, that's not my niche. Um, I do know a bit about it because I've been in the Instagram game for a long time, but we can talk about verified influencers who have faked their way to verification and who have uh, scammed millions of people. You know, there's it's a really, really interesting stuff. That would be really cool. If you've ever seen like CoffeeZilla on YouTube, we can talk, we can do like a breakdown like that. We expose um, the Omega scheme. We can talk about exactly what it is, how it works and all that, but that's not for today. Today we're talking about hashtags, right? So let's talk really quick because there has been an update to hashtags. The whole reason we're talking about this is because there's been a recent update or recent revelation. People know new things now about tags that we didn't know a few months ago. So I think it's really important we talk about this. I think you guys are going to find a lot of value in this. So without further ado, let's talk tags, right? First thing I want to say is that Instagram is a massive search engine. That's part of what we do on Instagram is to cue the search engine to understand what it is we do. And that's something that's incredibly fundamental. You have to understand with everything you do, you need to be mindful of your keywords. That's something that a lot of people don't do on Instagram. They don't talk about keywords, but Instagram is just this big, massive AI brain. It's always learning and it uses algorithms and all these keywords to help it learn. The process of posting is simple, right? When we make a post, the algorithm already knows a handful of things. They know who you are. They know your interests. They know your content type. They know who your audience is, even beyond their demographic, right? Instagram knows, you know, 96% of my demographic, of course, is going to be females. Um, Instagram is going to know something like that, but it also knows more than just their female and their age. It's going to be able to see that these 18 to 24 year old women who all follow me are also very interested in at the Ty Livesey's content on Instagram. They're going to see that these uh, followers are interested in certain types of content. And what they'll do is they have a AI scan your post. Every time you make a post, it will scan the post. And I'm going to post this really quick in the chat. Um, it's a YouTube link with a timestamp right here. You can watch that. It pretty much explains what exactly Instagram does when you make a post. Yeah, I have to break it to you. scan the page and the post, and it'll see this post has a dog in it. It'll be able to actually use AI to pick out what's in the image. It uses something called Google Cloud AI. Um, you can watch that if you're interested to see how exactly it works, but it will pick out what's in that image. So Instagram already knows when you make a post, what it is you do in your interest, what it is your audience does and their interests, and it knows what's in the post. And it will also use the words, both in the captions and the tags to sort of create these conclusions about what it is you're posting about. Really interesting stuff here. This is the deep algorithm, really deep stuff. So what hashtags are is they help categorize posts. The AI will scan your post and match all of these tags together to decide if it's a good post, if the post uses relevant tags. Before they even get any user feedback, they've already sort of predetermined how the post is going to perform. Because if you use hashtag dog and it scans your post and there's no dog in the post, it's going to know that, it's going to see that, and it will discount your post algorithmically because of that. So the, the point we're going to drive home here today, guys, is to use relevant and competitive tags because Instagram knows. Instagram will scan those tags and will match them to the post and if they don't add up, if they don't align, then it's not going to do the algorithms part to push that post to your organic followers and all that foreign traffic as well. For the longest time, guys, the meta has been to use all 30 tags. Um, the tags have been likened to lottery tickets. Um, this is no longer the case. They used to say that every tag is a chance for you to rank. And, you know, that used to be true. And it is kind of true now, but it, it's definitely not the way it used to be where it was just a numbers game. What it is now is it's all about using these hyper-relevant and competitive tags. And that may sometimes mean using less than 30. So we're going to talk about how do we actually choose what tags we're going to use and what is the right number of tags. Should you be using tags? All sorts of good stuff like that. Um, so first, who should be using tags? 
everyone should be using tags, but for different reasons. Smaller pages just use tags to tell their algorithm what they do. If you have a page that's less than 500 followers and is you know, relevant, relatively new, Instagram doesn't know a whole lot about what it is you do or what it is you like. When you use hashtags on a post, you sort of tell Instagram, it's, it's giving the algorithm a little bit of help. It's queuing the algorithm on. And of course, the algorithm is going to scan your post with your AI and know what the post is, but the tags just kind of give it that double confirmation and really lock in those interests. So if you're a smaller, pages, a smaller page, you should be using tags just to let the algorithm know what it is that you do. For larger pages, you can use the tag to both tell the algorithm what it is you do and to get impressions. So this is the new meta, right? The new meta is to not use 30 tags. The new meta is to use 8 to 15 hyper-relevant tags. The reason for this being is because when you use 30 tags, what often happens is you have to saturate the quality of tags you use. You have to really water them down and sometimes pick tags that are only tangentially related to what it is you're posting about. Simple. If you use 30 tags, some of those tags aren't going to be as high quality and it's going to confuse the algorithm. And if you confuse people, you lose people. The same works for AI. Same works for Instagram. You have to be very specific and very clear. The algorithm's smart, but it's not that smart. You have to be as clear and predictable as possible. You want the algorithm to know exactly what your post has in it. That's why, and that's why the image quality is so important too, right? Um, if you ever heard that uh, Instagram will discount posts or images that have poor image quality, that is true, but it's not because people don't engage with that content. It's because the algorithm will sometimes get confused, not know what the post is about, and then not push it. It also can be because it can be because your followers don't like the kind of content or the, the quality of content that you post in, but it's sometimes because that algorithm has no idea what it is you're doing. So just be very crystal clear with both in terms of keywords and with what your post has in it. You want it to be a very clear image and you want these tags to be 18 to 15 hyper-relevant tags. So why do we know that we're using eight to 15 hyper-relevant tags? There's been some new information that's been flowing around and there are always people claiming that they have an insider in Facebook who knows what they're talking about. Um, I wouldn't talk about it here if I hadn't double, triple checked it. Um, but I first found out about this from someone called Lucas O'Keefe. I plug it at the end of the call, but he made a post saying that he had an insider who basically had told him that using the eight to 15 hyper-relevant tags, excuse me, Brady did too much talking today. I don't know how to talk anymore. Uh, but if you use eight to 15 hyper-relevant tags, that was the claim. So he made a post about it and a lot of people were skeptical. So they did the math, um, myself included. I did a little bit of experimenting. Um, if you guys don't know, data science is something I've done a lot of with school. I've done a lot of statistics and math courses. So I've actually gone these things out and they do work exactly as Lucas claimed, uh, where we found that the eight to 15 hyper-relevant tags were better. Uh, we run the test and this is the truth. Now, this is a change to how many tags we should use, not the way that we use tags. If you guys are familiar with the concept of laddering tags, that's something that we absolutely still need to be doing. When you ladder tags, what you do is basically you have a combination of large, medium, and small tags. And the idea is the small tags, or tags with less popular tags, you're going to be able to rank on 100% because you're getting enough engagement to always be at the top nine of those posts. And you guys, if you're not on the top nine of the hashtags, it doesn't matter. That's the only thing that matters, that if you're at the top of the hashtag, that's where the impressions come because no one goes to the second page of hashtag, guys. That's the reality of it. You really want to be ranking on those top nine and nothing else. So the idea is we use some small tags and we're always going to be at the top nine of those small tags. The problem is a whole lot of traffic doesn't come through those small tags. So what we do is we get engagement from those small tags and that lets us rank on our medium-sized tags. We're getting a little more traffic from the medium-sized tags and then engagement from the medium-sized tags allow us to rank on the large tags. The idea is that we create momentum by getting engagement from all these tags 
and eventually we're able to rank on some of those really big tags and that's where we get those super viral posts. For instance, hashtag love is the largest post on Instagram. It's the most popular hashtag on the platform. If you were to use hashtag love and you have 300 followers, there is no chance your post will ever be seen. You're gonna get zero impressions off that. But it is possible for a small page, theoretically, to land on the top of hashtag love. If you use the right combination of hashtags and hit them in the right order, you have the potential to go crazy viral and get there if you use the right is, is it better to use more or less? In this instance, we're going to say it's better to use less tags because that will show it to more people in the home feed. And then when you get that engagement from the home feed, it will let you climb up that ladder of tags. So the idea is that we use less tags. We should probably be aiming to use 8 to 15 hyper-relevant tags. And that 8 to 15 range, guys, it's just a number. There are some influencers, the largest people, like Beyonce, doesn't need tags at all. She get the same results if she'd use tags as if she didn't use tags, pretty much. You know, that's something that is so out of proportion that is something we don't even consider. So the number of tags you use is entirely up to you. You'll have to play around with it. I can't give you the answer. I can't give you the exact number. But the answer is it's not always 15, or it's not always 30 now. It's between 8 to 15 usually. Sometimes it may be, sometimes it may be less. The important thing is that you're still laddering the tags, and the tags that you use are hyper-relevant. So how do we get these hyper-relevant tags? You can either handpick them, which is, you know, an absolute pain, or there's a website that I like to use. Um, I use this for all my clients and all my pages. It's called hashtagstack.com. You guys can go on there. Uh, what it'll do is automatically ladder the tags for you, and you can probably go through. Right now, the, the website, I actually just tried it this morning. It is still doing 30 tags instead of the 8 to 15, because uh, the meta, this is something that we've pretty much just found out in the last week or two. So the website hasn't been updated to that. But it will give you 55 tags um, that you can pick from that are going to be competitive for you. You can pick between 8 and 15 and use those hyper-relevant tags on your post. So that's pretty much all I have to say about hashtags. Um, do you guys have any questions about tags? Feel free to drop them into the call questions, and I'll be happy to answer them. But hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight of to how tags work and how you can leverage them now that this update is rolled out and we all know that 8 to 15 is actually going to be better for your posts. Um, for the time being, I know Guru has this question for me, how to do DM outreach. So the way I do this, uh, most commonly, and it's going to be different, you have to play around with it. It's the biggest piece of advice I have. And I know that's poor advice. That is terrible advice. It's like, ask for money, get advice kind of thing. Um, I can tell you what I do, but it may not work for you because you'll find that your strengths are different than mine. So for DM outreach, what I do is typically in the first DM, well, first, you know, it doesn't matter how many DMs you send, so long as your leads are qualified. That's what's most important. You have to make sure that the people you're DMing are actually going to be responsive to the kind of messaging you're putting out. So before we even send a message, we determine, is this a good lead or is this a bad lead? And something we do, um, it's going to be a different standard depending on what you're trying to do. I don't know exactly why you're trying to do DM outreach. If it's you're trying to get clients for your agency or you're trying to monetize your theme page or what it is, but we actually pre-qualify the clients. Um, that's really important. There are some things you can do. You'll have to find out, and this is something that you kind of have to test for and see what works best for your page see how many DMs do I have to send to get a response? And is this working best for this niche or that niche? So play around with it for sure. Um, typically on the first message, I'll send a question. I'll ask them, hey, well, I'll tell them how I found them because people get creeped out when you DM them cold. People think that it's a bot sometimes. So you want to be very personalized, crystal clear and ask the question. So typically what this outreach looks like is I reach out, I say, hey, um, I found your cat page from the cat lovers of Instagram hashtags. And I just wanted to say that you have a great page. Uh, I was wondering if you ever thought about posting this kind of content. So typically what we do, and sometimes I split this up to one or two messages, but what we do is we reach out, we tell them how we found them, 
we give them a compliment and we ask them a question. Sometimes I'll break that up into two messages depending on what I have found works best historically. But that's the route I would take for something like that. And then you'll have to play around with it. You know, it's a really hard question to answer because there's so many different approaches to this. But asking a question and having a very organic conversation is the best advice I have for you going forth on something like that. Um, I hope that gives you some context to it. If not, let me know and I'll give you some more advice. But that's pretty much what I do. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Yeah, anything can go viral, just the chances are lower. That's absolutely true. Um, there are things that predispose posts to having more potential or less potential, like we talked about before. Things like image quality and keywords and, of course, the user feedback. There are things that the algorithm already predetermines are going to help your post. The algorithm kind of already knows before it even goes out, but it takes into account user feedback as well, which is how much engagement it gets. That's what we mean when we say user feedback. So let's see. So that's why I'm not getting hashtag impressions anymore. Just explore and home. I would try, I would try different things. You know, like I said, that eight to 15 range is not a magic number. You'll have to play around with it and see what works best for you, but also changing up hashtags that can help. Um, not because Instagram gets mad when you recycle tags. I don't think that's the case, nor do I have any evidence to say that's the case. But when you try different things, you find some things work better than others. Um, some way you can test to see how your hashtags are working. You can actually create a promotion with Instagram. If you create a promotion on a certain post, it will tell you how the post performs per each hashtag. It'll say that this hashtag got this many impressions, this one got that many impressions. And that's something that you'd either have to use a third-party app or pay directly for a promotion to find out. So just a little advice there. If you're really getting into the A-B split testing, trying to figure out which tags work best for you, that's something I would maybe recommend doing. Okay, so here's a question from Marshmallow Hobo. I really struggle to find hyper-relevant tags for the dog niche. Like, how do you just use the breed tag? Because if you want general dog fans to see you, I struggle to figure out those tags because they're so vast. Like, how do I you narrow down your dog into a hyper-focused niche? Something I would recommend doing, and I know Ollie's in the call. I see you, Ollie. I, I check and see who's in the call. I see Ollie's in the call. So uh, Ollie probably would know more about this than me. I don't know if he has time to speak or if he's around to do that. But for something like that, I would definitely recommend trying hashtag stack. He's in the call right now. What do you have to say, Ollie? Uh, what was the question? Sorry, mate. I've just been listening to you while doing my uh, my hoot suite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, someone asked about how to find tags for your dogs, like your your dog page. Oh, um, best way is just to stick in a hashtag than the breed. So let's say you're doing golden retrievers, it'd be hashtag golden retriever. And then if you, well, there's a few ways. So that that that's one way. And then you can click on the post that are using that hashtag and see the other hashtags they're using um there's hashtag stack which will like use a ai algorithm to try and get similar hashtags so if you stuck in one hashtag like hashtag golden retriever it would then go and find other ones somewhat related um it's not the the best i mean it's the best out there but it's not the best at doing like everything super organically uh sometimes it'll just like if you put in gym it will only include other hashtags that include gym it won't kind of include ones around it uh um, and look at your competitors if you have them or other other theme pages that are doing the same breed and see what kind of ones they are. Um, but you don't kind of want to be in the same hashtag. Like, like with Golden Retriever, there's like 120 plus hashtags for it. So there's, there's plenty to go around. And then... Um, and all of that stuff, uh, just so you can get big in the smaller ones to grow in the bigger ones. Uh, is a good thing but uh, um hashtag stack kind of does that for you it kind of um has something that lets you build your own little ladder so mm -hmm. yeah yeah for hashtag stack what i would do 
Um, I would put in your niche, which may be your specific breed or maybe just dogs. I don't really know. But what I would do is I put that breed in and I put a really high number of likes into the average number of likes because that'll give you the broadest category. You'll also be able to see all the hashtags. Um, it should give you between 15 and 55 tags, which should be more than enough for your purposes. Or maybe just try with your average number of likes, your actual average number of likes. It may generate enough tags for you, but that's what I would do. I would play around with hashtag stack because that'll give you a list. And that's what I actually do even when I do outreach. When I need a new hashtag to engage with people off of, I go on hashtag stack. I put in my niche. I type in my followers or my average number of likes rather. And then it gives me a set of hashtags and they're all hyper relevant. They're exactly what I'm looking for. So that's what I do for that. Hope that answers your question. Let's see. Yeah, hashtag stack.com. I'll type it in the chat right now. There it is for you. Um, where do you see this? I just did a promotion to see the hashtag insights, but I don't see the hashtag specific insights. It should be, a, um, if you actually go on mobile and you click on the post and you click view insights, you can swipe up on that and it should give you a breakdown of the tags. I haven't done this in a while. So if it, mm, I, I think it has maybe been moved. I know there's been some updates about this. So you might actually have to go directly into Creator Studio to view the promotion insights that might be helpful for you. So if that is something that you can do down, if you don't see it, when you do the swipe up, um, I do have to be headed out here pretty soon, guys. So I'm just going to answer the remaining questions and then I'll be off for the day. Um, I think Ollie, there's one more question for you. I'll read it out to you just so you don't have to okay. read it. It says, um, you're about me says hustling until I have enough. Uh, what will be enough for you, if that makes sense? Do you plan to retire on early? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, like with you, you told, I remember you saying, I think it was last week, maybe I missed last week, oh no, I think it was last week, about you having a presentation, uh, an Excel for everything, including like, um, mm -hmm. like what you do at GM and everything like that. I have, I, I'm a massive one for personal finance, I really enjoy personal finance, so I have my Excel spreadsheet for my personal finance that I do, maybe like, twice a week like every three or four days just like realign it uh with my net worth and everything and i have a little counter that says that slowly goes down telling me when i can retire and it's currently uh pitching around late when i'm 30 so five years and that's when i have like i'm projected to have a cool like million in savings including my pension um i mean i've just bought my house i spent uh 420 grand on a house um which hopefully I, I think I get to move in at the end of September. Um, yeah, so hustling till I have enough. I mean, enough is is near. I think if I if I stop working now, I can retire at like thirty eight. So or not retire at thirty eight, but I can I can survive for instead of my my whole life in brackets, which is till I'm like eighty. That's what I'm projecting for. I can survive until I'm like seventy one. Which, I mean, it's still a good age. By then, I mean, you start getting the, the government pension, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, anyway, uh, hustling till I have enough. Nearly there. Not there quite. Bought a house. Need to still do some bits I want to do for the house. Need to work for a few more years, and then I'm done. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Ollie. Um, so one more question here. Uh, I never do follow for follow on my pages. Most of the time, I'm not even logged into them. What do you think about that? Um, I always say the best way to get engagement, and we talked about earlier in this call, that engagement is pretty much the only thing that really matters at the end of the day. Um, if you're trying to grow, engagement is super important. So the best way to get engagement is to give engagement. And that's why follow for follow works so well, is because you're giving engagement and you're also getting that engagement back to you. So if you're not even logged into your accounts, and I'm guilty of this because I have dozens of accounts, probably, I don't even know how many accounts I have is the sad reality of it, but I just have my team manage them 
it's just scheduled posts and they're all active and they all survive but they don't get by as well as they could be if i was on the accounts every day actually doing actions responding to comments and things like that so my advice to you and it depends on the size of the page too some pages can sustain themselves organically um some pages do need follow for follow at the start some don't so for a page like that i really would need more context to it uh but that's what i think i think that if you really want to be helpful with it okay you have a list wow um for those yeah a lot of those the ones that are sub 10k uh those probably could use some more engagement i don't even understand how you have that many pages yeah um the smaller ones i would probably be doing well see these are all pretty much big enough now where they should be growing organically so i think you have it all put together there man um it's it's of course going to be much better you're going to have much better results if you're on the accounts every day but it's not necessary i think it'd be awesome if you could do it but with that many accounts especially it would be very time consuming so I probably wouldn't <laughs> probably wouldn't worry about it too much. Yeah, you're actually monetizing, monopolizing that niche. So good stuff there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad everyone else was impressed too. All right. So I think that's the end of the call. Unless Ollie, do you have anything to say? Nothing from me, mate. No. Five awesome. Oh, yeah, we... apart from I don't know if you covered it, but we are now taking mod applications. You can apply to be a mod over in I think links in announcements at the very top, fourth one down. Uh, it's just a short little Google Docs thing, um, but I think we're like we you you told me yesterday. I think two is a good number. So yeah, so let nineteen yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, so I did um, at the beginning of the call. We talked a little bit about that. I did tell people that I was in the suggestion. So um, yeah, go go Fair. fill out those apps. Yeah, it'd be awesome just to have a couple more because we have it's pretty much just me and Shaylev. I know KT's back yeah. now, but sometimes uh, yeah, sometimes we both sleep at the same time. Katie's yeah. back, yeah, Jake's here, but that's pretty much it. So, yeah, I think, you know, two yeah. more. We, we actually officially today reached 2,500 people. So, I think it's yeah, exactly that's absolutely 2,500. Huge. So, that's pretty cool. <laughs> we talked about that actually at the beginning of the call. Uh, some of the recording for this call cut out at the very beginning. So, you probably won't hear it, but I, I promise we did that in the announcements we talked about at the very beginning. We talked about some updates. And yeah, 2,500, that is, that is huge. Not I bad. can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah, just wait until we bring out the one dollar subscription fee. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, but there's there's nothing. Forty five hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you guys as always for coming out. Um, big shout out to Brady again. Give him some love on his socials because it did take him a lot of time to come out here. Um, of course, I'll plug my socials at the end of this call. Um, but if, again, really appreciate you guys coming out. Next speaker, I'm looking maybe to get Maddie Bow, or maybe we can talk about Black Hat Instagram. We have plenty of content now, so exciting either way but i'll see you guys next week same time same place thank you guys so much for coming ollie thank you for hopping on at the end um give brady and me some love and that's it thank you guys so much norris have a great rest of your weekend guys yeah bye guys and make sure you're working on those goals i'll be harassing you guys i hope you guys are all working on those goals <laughs> all right see you guys next week Bye bye